This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, bro And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld Hello everyone Hello everyone and welcome to your Tuesday evening episode. Yes. Um, your Tuesday night viewing purposes. Listening. <laughs> the New York ladies are singing about Christmas and we're singing about Are we singing? I don't know. Are we singing about anything? Um <clears throat> All no. I want Oh shit. Well, you know what, what do I want for Christmas? Just, Just you. you. Just you. I like how they're at this video shoot, whatever, and it's like Thanksgiving. It's It must be the beginning of December, and Luann has like just figured out that this song isn't going to come out for <laughs> this Christmas. I'm like, I that's know. a big difference between turning it around in two weeks and turning it around in a year. Like, also, I was laughing because this whole episode, they the like whoever was rehearsed was going at that moment. The rest of them were like scurrying across the hotel. Like that, then they were like their pod would like move, and that is so funny. Dylan Lou M's like, you know, girls, this isn't coming out this Christmas. <laughs> they were like, These, what the fuck? They could not stay still or like just chill and sit quietly for like more than thirty seconds at a time. I've been, I mean, I've not done a music video shoot, but like, you haven't I've been, <laughs> I've been in situations where you're like, you know, filming something or doing yes. some project and like, you know, there's a lot of sitting and waiting and like, you kind of just have to hang out and people are like on their phones and stuff. Like these women were a mess at this video shoot. I'm like, just sit down, shut up. Yeah. I do have to say though, that in our office, when this would happen, we as a whole would have a difficult time doing that as well, but it's so easy to think about. True. Everyone's like, just be quiet. And you're like, I can't, I can't. Yeah. You have Ramona in the background being like, I need to get the check for Sonia. Like, dude, how many times was she like, if you let me direct, I can direct. If you tell me to dance, I could dance. If you want me to do this, I could do it. If I put my mind to it, I was like, Ramona, the funny thing is no one asked you to do any of those things the entire yeah, we- time. I don't think we've ever questioned Ramona's abilities as like a businesswoman or whatever, you know, I believe her. Sure. Um, But when it comes to, you know, these things like music video stuff and all of that, I'm like, I don't actually think that you have this skill set. And that's not, that's not even really an insult. It's just a fact that that's not Ramona's area of expertise. Yeah. I think that they all looked fabulous though. And I'm dying to know if they, randomly showed up in a different color that coordinated or if they were told what color dresses to wear. I'm curious about that that too, because I think 
Ramona and Sonia were wearing gold and silver. And one of them said, maybe it was Sonia said that she almost wore the gold and then they would have both been in gold. And I'm like, were you not told what color to wear? And then the fact or, that like, the, Luann I mean, wore white and they each wore like red and green. It looked well, great, had, but I was like, huh? They all had these Giovanni dresses. So I'm assuming that clothes True. were sent to them, but it was... <laughs> It was funny. I did think they all looked lovely and very nice festive colors. I'm excited to see the video. I don't know. So now is that not going to come out until like this November? I kind of want to see true. it now. Because it's only August right now. So it's like. Right. Like it's not actually <laughs> Christmas time yet. So I don't know. You can't plan these things. You can't plan it always. Um, no. Okay. But let's rewind a little bit because the video shoot was only only the second half of the episode. Um, So we pick up where we left off right after the birthday party for Ramona and Sonia. And the big news is that Sonia has allegedly gone home with Dylan, the long haired model. And she says that they had, you know, crazy raunchy sex and she can barely walk the next day. And, you know, I was happy for Sonia. I was, I was excited at this prospect. Um, You know, who knows, like live your best life. But um, over the course of this episode, it seems less and less likely that any of that really happened. So Annette, they all are saying, all the women are like, well, she, she, you know, Sonia, she makes up stories. She makes up stories that even Ebony, who's newest, was like, she makes things up. And Ramona was like, well, I call that lying. I was like, (laughs) actually, I love that. But I don't recall Sonia ever lying about sleeping with a guy unless all of the other times she's talked about it was a lot like, you know, like, I just feel like she's very comfortable in the things that she talks about. So I can't see her being like to the girls I lie like what would she be getting out of that they're not like envious of it I don't know it's interesting because I feel like for all of the guy talk we've had on Roni in the last you know several seasons like since Ramona's been single and you know Luann's been single there's a lot of talk about you know dating and like going out with guys (laughs) and who you've been with but I feel like they don't really talk about actual sex that much like we don't hear very much about like you know Ramona loves to talk about how she goes on dates but like she plays very coy about what she actually does with these men and same I would say like Luann we don't really get a very uh intimate look at her personal life and so it's interesting for Sonia to kind of be the one who's like yeah I like I rode him all night I can barely walk it's like okay I mean yeah I definitely feel like Sonia has been the one to talk about, like her and Luann would be the ones to talk about sex the most, but I'm also laughing at myself that I just said they're not envious of each other. Like Barry, yes, yes, they are. They literally, when it comes to men, all they do is compete with each other. Right. It's like, I mean, just the sheer fact that, you know, they've passed Harry and Tom around the Upper East Side, (laughs) like a volleyball. Um, (laughs) I, it is interesting though, later when they're, when Ramona and Luann are kind of, unpacking the evidence that Sonia is um, not being totally truthful here. You know, there's the Insta story of the girlfriend and um, you know, that we hear that she had to get picked up from the room because she was passed out. Luann says that she thinks Sonia is jealous of her because, you know, she had Garth, which she doesn't have Garth anymore, but she was jealous of her because of course she was. And it's like, maybe, I mean, I don't know if it's 
as like simple as that. Like, I don't think Sonia is necessarily jealous of Garth, but like, I do think Sonia has some issues with just feeling insecure yes. in general. Yes. But they now have come to the conclusion that Dylan number one has a girlfriend and number two was there mm-hmm. with them. And they are not saying the word threesome, but we're all pretty sure that that's what went down. And then Sonia was just reiterating. She's like, I was there for Dick. Okay. I like Dick. And, and Leah was like, okay. So just like, I won't ask, but let me know, like, if you're willing to tell me like what happened and they showed her in the Instagram video. So that whole situation was a little fuzzy, to be honest. Like they even showed the Instagram video, like, yes, they were on the room, but no one's clear what happened, which makes Mm -hmm. the women think she's lying even more. I, I don't, I think they, the three of them had fun. That's what I think went down. I don't know. I didn't get the threesome vibes as strong as you seem to. Like, I kind of felt... Really? I mean, it's a possibility, but if I was just, like, making a guess based on what we saw, I would think it was the kind of situation where, like, Sonia sort of, like, left with Dylan on purpose, but he was kind of just like, okay, and then she passed out in the room and nothing happened. Like, that was kind of the vibe that I more got, that it's like, okay, like, I let this woman come back to my hotel room because she was like kind of being annoying about it. And then okay. she's so like, you asleep don't now. think you actually, do you think she's lying? Then you're on there. So you don't think she had sex with him at all. I mean, like, I don't want to, I, I don't want to definitively say that I think Sonia <laughs> is like a liar about it, but I have more, I have more questions and I don't, think that I don't feel confident that the threesome was what happened. Cause I think that would be, they wouldn't be calling her a liar so much if it seemed like it was partially true. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card. Well, with 24 seven us based live customer service from discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. But then they're all liars because Ramona is still out here being adamant at the fact that she never gets drunk and she can handle her alcohol so well. And I'm like, Ramona, that is the furthest thing from the truth. I'm so sick of, it's one thing for her to say she handles her alcohol, you know, better than Sonia. Sure. Maybe. But like, 
I am so sick of Ramona's narrative that she doesn't get drunk because it's simply not true. It it's just comical when these we've been watching you on television with this, which is documented. Like we it's it's out there. So like we've seen you drink. We even have watched you tell bartenders how many limes and what glass and what and how many ice cubes you want in your drink. Like it's just it's a fact about you. But she also is like, I don't know. Her energy is just, it was actually really nice this episode. She was like, she was like friendly. They actually all seem to be getting along right now. Um, I'm not sure how long that's going to last because did you notice that in the hotel room, Leah just didn't want to be there like at all. I mean, <laughs> like, her yeah. face, they, they, we, I watched it like three times in different scenes. She would just look up and make eye contact with some, and like she just like did not want to be there at all, which is weird because Luann brought up like the, the, um, the contract thing, contracts again. I just feel like, I mean, when we, when we talked to Leah a couple weeks ago, it just is obvious that this season wasn't like a fun time. Mm -hmm. And I don't think besides Ebony and like sort of Sonia, I don't really think she enjoys spending time with Ramona and Luann. And so like, it's one thing to be at a party or at a dinner or something where it's like, there's a clear activity, but when it is something like this, where you're kind of just like stuck there all day, it's like, uh, okay. Like, I don't know. It's like, you're what you're just gonna make like small talk with Ramona all day long like that sounds horrible yeah what did you think about what did you think about Ramona's uh behavior at Sonia's business meeting at the townhouse with Garav (laughs) (laughs) I mean it I felt it was wildly inappropriate like it was Sonia obviously brought her in because she felt comfortable enough to have another voice, which I think Sonia needs also. Like she needs someone to know. And listen, you even said it earlier, Ramona does know what she's talking about, but it's her, it's her, the way she says it and talks to this man. And, and it was me. And that's why he was even like, do you want to be on the team? And do you want to run the website? And she's like, no, but that's exactly the advice she was right. giving. She's like, no, I'll be an advisor, but I don't need to get paid. And it's like, okay, so you want to do this twice a year and have your name on something. You don't want to actually like work. Yeah. And they were just screaming at each other, different numbers and checks and Sonia that's okay. To be honest, that's where I think Sonia's a little, Oh, again, I also don't want to use the word liar, but that was a little weird when she was like, he told me 10, it was 2000. And I was like, what's happening here? Like who? Well, and she, when she said that 2000, she was like, that was, you know, a slap in the face or whatever. I threw that away. And I'm like, what? Like, if you're in some kind of uh, rough financial situation, I don't want to see you throwing away a check for $20, let alone 2000. Like, considering I don't she know. literally was saying in the same conversation that she couldn't afford to live in the townhouse. Right. It's a, the whole situation is weird because he's saying, you know, he starts the conversation talking about how much money they've lost, but then he's saying that they're going to expand all this stuff and you know, going to be Martha Stewart soon. And, you know, there's the online that's making X amount of money. It's just unclear really like what's going on in this business arrangement. And I'm sure as a viewer, like we're not actually getting all of the information because it's a business arrangement, but like 
it's hard to follow what's happening. And then especially when you have Ramona coming in, acting like she owns the place and like basically like bossing everyone around about, you know, you need to give her the books. You need to blah, 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 blah. She needs the accountant, blah, all this stuff. It's like, I own my own business. (laughs) How many businesses do you own? Oh my God. How amazing would that be with Ramona? Oh my, oh my God, God. I'd love Mia and Ramona to go. <laughs> Ramona and Mia would hate each other. <laughs> I love that. But you know what? Let's, let's talk about reality for one sec. Cause Ramona just like, isn't Ebony. We have Ebony. She was like, she got her test results back that her and Ashley are not blood related sisters. Yeah. And it kind of broke both of their hearts actually. But that just goes to show you that like you can still be close with someone and just not not be blood, you know? But she, yeah, Ebony's I, also second guessing this too. I yeah, that was tough because you could tell that they both were really disappointed and yeah. with something like that it's always going to be you know, it's like a it's like a toss up of like do you do you want to know for sure and it might not be the news you want or do you want to just kind of yeah. like go with the flow? Um I'm curious to see if she really decides to push forward with trying to find her dad, because now that there's not even like before it's like, she knew there was a possibility of who it could be. And she like knew who that person was and had some connection, at least to his daughter. He was, you know, not alive anymore, but now it's like, there are literally like a billion people that could be her dad. And so it's like, if you do have, any luck finding him like that could be a whole you know you're opening a whole new can of worms and so um I don't know it is interesting though and it it does feel really sincere um and like she clearly has a lot of complex emotions about this whole process yeah I don't know I want I I want Ebony to be happy and it sucks like we didn't even did we even know that she was dating someone i was confused yeah it was the okay. guy from the beginning of the season but i that's i oh. that, that's so funny you said that because that thought just jumped into my head that that this episode wasn't even the black shabbat i guess that's next episode right. and that the guy broke up with her because she's not jewish but like yeah I'm a little, I don't know. I mean, we clearly never got to know that much about that relationship. So I'm not going to like sit here and cry about it because I think Ebony's doing fine too. But it is rough when she says, when she says she's had two heartbreaks and Ramona goes, well, things happen in sets of three. So what's next? And it's like, Ramona, please. That's not (laughs) helpful. Oh my God. God. Wait, Leah's brother, Daniel is hot. The three of them together was so funny. Like, the, like Leo was like, your face, like your face looks different. Did you do anything to it? And her sister was like, I threw up today. <laughs> and it was so such oh a God. nonchalant like conversation. But he is really cute. The I mean, mustache. I'm into it. I'm not like I'm not into that. But okay. I think well, he's still really cute. You can have Dylan the model. Well, no, not that either. Yeah, I don't, well, he, I think he's gorgeous too. He's just like, do you want? I Garth? feel like I feel <laughs> I would. Well, I feel like I'm bigger than Dylan. I don't know why. I feel okay. like I'm like tall, like taller and bigger than him in general. So I just feel like just for a picture though, I don't really know. So Garth, that would work out though. Okay, he's a hefty man. So you you take Garth, and then I'll take Dylan and Daniel. 
<laughs> okay, okay, that we're, works out. We're we're doing a draft. <laughs> <laughs> Who's on your bench? <laughs> oh my god. Spring has sprung, and that means it is time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring ones, make sure you are using Ibotta to get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys, so you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you are purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, a new warm weather bedding set, or a flight for that summer getaway you've been eyeing. Other apps, they give you points that don't amount to much. But with Ibotta, you just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including all your favorite grocery stores, Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code MENTION. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. Let's talk about Below Deck Med because this was, we didn't, we didn't talk about it last week. So we have, we've had two doozies of episodes right in a row. Starting, of course, with Lexi's huge blow up last week and continuing this week into the aftermath, which if anything was even more frustrating to watch because the amount of gaslighting and backtracking and just like self-destructive behavior that was going on is just, it's a lot to take in. It, it was, there was, yes, I, that is it. But the funniest thing about it is that she should have obviously been fired like multiple times already. Captain Sandy, like physically can't lose another like uh crew member. So she's like, will you please just, apologize she's like i don't even care what happened just please like apologize and like just say if you don't remember that's fine i've never seen a cat being that like nice about the situation and i always wonder what happens when they go back and watch the show because this ep- this was really bad behavior on lexi's part i, I hope sandy feels bad after watching last night's yeah. episode because it was really feels frustrating bad for Katie, to me you mean Feels bad, feels like she made the wrong choice. Right. Oh, yeah. And okay. she handled it poorly because, I mean, I have, you know, not the highest opinion of Captain Sandy. I've had I issues with how she's say, handled not stuff in the past. Time. But specifically on last night's episode, it was so frustrating because both the actual night of and the next day when they were trying to handle things, Sandy wasn't present. She wasn't there for any of Lexi's you know, behavior issues. And so she had no actual concept of how bad it was. And she seemed so unwilling to really like, listen, 
Yeah, to like listen or kind of be open to realizing that it was actually a big problem. Like if I were in that crew, I don't think I I would not have been okay with whatever like weird bullshit apology Lexi gave in the crew meeting. Like I would have said, sorry, no, we're not done here. Like Mm -hmm. I need you to actually apologize because right now you're just like doing literally the bare minimum, like terrible apology. And exactly. So in that crew meeting, she did, that was bizarre. And she got up and left because I, something I think triggered her. So she just needed a minute, which is okay. But, and then she even tried to apologize to Malia separately. That didn't go over well. Cause it seems that she doesn't hear what she wants. She's like, this isn't going anywhere. Like we're done. So now the entire crew has to change living situations and rooms because no one, even feels comfortable sleeping in the same room as Lexi. Like, well, it's yeah, weird. it's so the fact that she doesn't remember what happened yet is so confident that everybody else is wrong <laughs> is like yeah. the most frustrating thing in the world to watch because, you know, somebody's saying, Oh, you said this to me. And she's like, Yeah, we were yelling at each other. And it's like, No, you not really. Like, I mean, Maybe some other people raised their voice, but like watching that episode, like it was 100% her taking it out on everybody else. Like there was nobody that was matching her energy. Right. And, you know, then saying, you know, that, okay, well, Malia, what I said to you honestly was kind of justified because I don't think you were sincere about my father. And Malia's like, I I mean, okay, like what? (laughs) She it's also just, called her boss imagine. a cunt, like, to her face, in her face. And the best part, I think, of this whole fight, it was last episode when she was in the hot tub yelling, screaming, and one of the guys was like, put your tit away. Like, that was his oh only comeback. Because, like, her both, every, she was just, like, it was really <laughs> bad. And when someone's in that, like, state of mind, you really can't, like, control them. You really can't. And it's, like, she was on like a pedestal literally because she was like higher than them, like on the boat. And she was like making fun of the fact they were deck. It was just like really ugly. And then she put her hands on Z like it was, it was a mess. The way that she was talking to Katie on this week's episode in the, in the galley when, you know, Katie, I I think has been put in, I mean, first of all, first of all, Lexi put her in a bad position by doing this in the first place. And then I think captain Sandy put her in, kind of another bad situation by basically being like, make it work, just talk to her. And it's like, she doesn't want to be talked to. Like she doesn't want to listen to reason. And in the kitchen when she is like clearly so over it and then is calling her mom while Katie is speaking to her and is basically like, we're done here. I just don't understand like for Sandy to be like, oh, Katie, like be a leader, do what needs to be done. Like take charge. It's like sometimes what needs to be done is firing someone and I don't especially when Matt came back and they were gonna have a chef for that charter I feel like that's the point where it's like okay then we should just fire Lexi (laughs) yes because they weren't gonna be down too but I I told you earlier when we talked my jaw dropped with the disrespect of her calling her mom during like that was there were no words I was like oh my god even Katie was like really and then poor Katie went back to her her 
room and just started crying. I think when she was like overwhelmed with like, oh my God, I can't believe someone just like did that to me. That was so rude. And when, when she really has been helping Lexi this entire time, we've seen it before on other seasons where like, and they've been down, um, a stew, but at the same time, this crew out of everyone, I really feel like could handle it. If Lexi wasn't on the boat, like they could handle. Yeah. I don't, I mean, harder guess. Courtney seems pretty capable, like, yeah, as a third stew. So I don't, I don't think they'd have like that many issues just for one charter. But it's interesting, it's like so crazy that all of this happened. And we, we haven't even mentioned that the chef left and then came back and now is going to be <laughs> let go. It's like literally that took such a back burner. Like even he comes back to the boat and he's like, guys, I'm so sorry. And they're like, honestly, like we've got bigger <laughs> fish to fry. Cause he doesn't know. Okay. So the thing about him is like, he's like almost, not really, but like the boy who cried wolf because like he, you, Matt, you can't just keep leaving and expect to come back and like everything be, shall I say it, hunky-dory because like you, it, this isn't like, we're not on your terms here. You're not just like, oh, I've had a b- meltdown and I'm going to leave the boat. Like it, it doesn't work like that. It's actually extremely unprofessional. And Sandy said she needs someone who can trust. Like, so I thought actually she handled that nicely. She was like, I got a chef she's like but i do need you for this tartar so like you can stay but you're going i definitely agreed with the way sandy handled that situation because i mean she's totally right that like it doesn't matter at the end of the day whether matt is you know good at the actual like cooking part of his job he's shown they've literally only made it through two charters so far like this episode is the start of charter three he doesn't even cook for the crew (laughs) And like he's had, you know, multiple of these like really, you know, really like brutal moments of like on being unreliable and stuff. And it's like you just can't, I mean, you can't you he can't like left. keep up with that. Yeah, and didn't say anything. And Sandy had to text him and she was like, Hey Matt, are you okay? Like, where are you? And then he came back like fresh as a daisy and was like talking to the engineer. He's like, Hey, sorry about last night. And everyone's like, No, dude, like you're gone. Thank you so much, though, for nothing. And now, of course, he's doing this charter and he's putting like his heart and soul into it. And he's cooked like everything and it's like miraculous. But you snooze, you lose, Matthew. You snooze, you lose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just like at the, at that point, it's like I'm glad he agreed to come back for that last charter, but like, get out of here, you know, it's too much. He goes, "What did I do?" It's his like, hands on his head. I was like, 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 you know, you know what you did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, like, you did it it's, twice. <laughs> it's funny to be like that. Sort of like, I don't even know what the word is. Like that out of touch that you're like really like I really like you were gonna replace me and it's like yes sir like it's just well actually I forgot because so much happened on this episode already that I forgot we even have charter guests but they seem they're they don't seem well they're they don't seem like the easiest they don't seem like diff like extremely difficult like the most difficult people we've seen but they don't seem so simple Yeah, they seem like, I feel like we see this sometimes where, like, obviously the, like, super rich people that come on these boats can be a pain in the ass because they're just, like, annoying. 
But I feel like sometimes the most, the toughest charter guests are the ones who like have it in their mind that this is going to be the fanciest experience of their life. And so they kind of want like everything to be extra versus just like, oh yeah, we expect nice service. Like, you know, if you're like, oh, this is the pinnacle of my vacation experience, you're going to want like champagne poured in your mouth the whole time. Yeah. And it was so funny hearing Katie like explain it. Katie was like the way I do service, which technically is the way she's like, is you sit down, we give you water, drinks, bread. You ask for your food. Like, well, not everyone was even at the table yet. And Katie was like, no, like we're physically putting it on the plate. Like it's, I'll be there in a minute. That was so weird because it's like, I know you're hungry, but like (laughs) for her to come down into the kitchen and be like, we're running behind. It's like, tell that to your friends who aren't at the table yet. Like, if like if everybody was sitting down, you'd probably be getting your foods. <laughs> yes, that's the part of the service industry I feel like is so <sighs> frustrating on I know on their end. But oh, well, what a week! We'll see. I have. We're saying now that Lexi has you know one more chance. I have little faith that she's going to make it through the rest of the season. Let's say so. Uh, okay the thing about this show is that i would if i behaved like this wouldn't you be scared of ever unless the other boats like really don't give a fuck but like wouldn't you be scared of like never getting a job again like math chef matthew too like wouldn't you be scared of people being like well i don't want him working on our boat like he's unreliable you know like and then if people see lexi they're like well she won't get along with our crew like i don't want her on our boat i don't know i just or like I said, maybe people also have, there are so many boats in the world. Maybe they don't even watch this show. So I'm just looking out for our, our, our crew. <laughs> well, best of luck to Matt after this charter and best of luck to Lexi for hopefully getting some therapy. Um, <laughs> that's going to do it for us today. Don't forget to rate, review, follow the show wherever you listen. We'll be back on Thursday with another episode. And in the meantime, just be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.